episode number five of the Andrew Cause podcast. We're talking all about time today. How many times have you heard someone say, I don't have enough time to start a business. I don't, know if, I don't have enough time to do X, Y, or Z. It's a huge excuse, one that's heavily used in the entrepreneurship community that doesn't really warrant any attention. If someone tells you, to do, if someone tells you that they don't have enough time, it's simply an excuse. If you look at the most famous and powerful CEOs, they all work 20, 18, 16 hours a day. Even they don't have time. So even in the startup phase, we hear lots of stories of people that had jobs and then they just work once they get back from their nine to five. So it's their side hustle until it becomes a point where they can switch over. If you're a college entrepreneur, that's what I really want to focus on because that's just my story and I don't really... I don't really want to talk about things that I'm not an expert in. So how do you balance college and entrepreneurship at the same time? Let me tell you about it. My freshman year, as all freshmen are going to have in college, is you're going to have classes pretty much every day. Every day you're going to have probably two to three classes, Monday through Friday. So what I would do in my startup phase was... I would just work as much as I could every single day and still do the schoolwork. And then as soon as I'm done with the schoolwork, you immediately switch. You switch that light switch immediately over to entrepreneurship. Would I go out? No. Would I play video games, waste time? No. You cut out all of the fat in your life. Imagine right now if you stopped doing all of the bullshit that you do, so if you cut out video games, if you cut out watching all your TV shows, if you canceled your Hulu and Netflix, if you cut out all of the stuff that isn't bringing you value in your life, imagine how much time you would have. It's actually incredible. So if you just take being a student and then you take entrepreneurship, you are gonna have so much damn time to do everything that you need to do in both of those and be successful in both of those if you just cut out the dumb stuff. Um, so freshman year, it was hard. Here's the blueprint on success in entrepreneurship while you're in college. You do your tasks, your daily tasks. So let's say you're fulfilling orders or answering emails or just like little, little jobs. That's what you work on during the week. So Monday through Friday when it's really hectic and you have other stuff going on. And then also during the week, you finish up your schoolwork. So what you're going to do is you're kind of on a slow burn throughout the week. Then as soon as the weekend hits, make sure you have all of your school shit done and you immediately switch and it's 20 or 18 hours of just business work. And I use the weekends more so as preparation or setting things up that I would have for the slow burn during the semester. Um, it wasn't really the case when you're a sophomore, junior, and senior because you can pick the classes that you really want. So you, uh, you could get all of your classes on Monday or Wednesday. You could get all your classes on Tuesday or Thursday. So what does that do? Tuesday and Thursday for every year except for my freshman year was um, all school. I would have classes starting at 8 and they would end at 8. And then in the mornings, in between classes, after my classes, I would just bang out the work immediately. So it's two full days during the week completely dedicated to school. 
Um, and that left Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and the weekends to work on business. And of course, sometimes you'd have overlap. Sometimes I really needed to work on something on school days. Sometimes I would, I, I would legitimately sit in the back of some classes that would allow laptops and fulfill orders in the middle of class. So sometimes you do have overlap. Sometimes you have a final exam and you need to spend one whole day not on business and on that. Don't worry too much about that. It isn't that hardcore of a deadline or a breakup, but you want to kind of get in a regime of, I'm going to balance it however I need it to be. So during finals week, all right, you're going to have one week that you're just going to focus on school. Um, It's not that big of a deal. Don't make it seem like some kind of epic journey, okay? Um, Another major, major, major hack. All big projects I would put off until breaks. So summer breaks, you have three months. Winter break, you have three to four weeks, sometimes five, depending on what school you go to. Um, So big projects, for example, redoing the website. If you're going to completely redo the website, you think it's outdated, you got new pictures, you maybe got some features and you need to, you know, redo the whole banner, maybe launch a new product, maybe redo the label. So these big projects, I, if I found them out or I created these ideas mid-semester, I would make it a plan that as soon as the break hits, this is my focus. So this is what I want you guys to do. Keep it on a slow burn during the week. Do a lot of work on the weekends. And then your breaks, summer break and winter break, you save your big projects for. So imagine that all of your big projects are saved for these two points of the year. And then you're hustling slowly throughout the week. And then you get a lot of shit done on the weekends. That's a lot of work done. That right there is way better than you putting it off saying that you don't have time. On the weekends, would it suck sometimes when all of my friends were going out, you literally walk outside and you see everyone drunk just running around being slobs? Sometimes you want to do it, but I was in my room building an empire while everyone else was out there drinking. So it's really your choice. You have time. It's what you choose to do with it. Of course, you need to be a college student. Of course, you need to have some fun and spend some time with your friends, but again, don't just throw away your entrepreneurship dreams just because you want to drink. Like that's, That just doesn't make any sense. You're not going to be happy in the end. You're going to graduate with basically nothing done if you go down that route. So I'm just saying if you want to be happy in the end and entrepreneurship makes you happy, you will figure it out. You will make your classes work. You will find those periods where you can do really massive amounts of work. And... With time, there's going to be a big thing about sleep. Sleep, um, you hear most famous entrepreneurs, I did some research before this, um, breaking down some of the most powerful people in the world and how much do they sleep. Barack Obama, six hours. Mark Zuck, five hours. Thomas Edison, three to four. Nikola Tesla, two hours. Gary Vee, six to seven. Jay Leno, five. Trump, three to four. All of these really powerful CEOs, politicians, inventors, investors, they, they don't sleep a lot. And I want to touch on this topic for a little bit because there's a lot of stigma about not sleeping a lot. So when I started Brains Power, when I founded Brains Power, I could not sleep because I was just so damn excited 
that I had my own thing. It was all on me. I couldn't go to sleep at night because I would keep a journal right by my bed and I would legitimately roll over and write ideas on how to sell it, you know, uh, label ideas. It was just a mind consuming thing. And if I, I remember there are a few times where I would, I knew that I was really overworking it and I wouldn't set an alarm for the next day and I'd still wake up maybe six, seven hours and just be excited to get back to work, excited to read more, excited to do more research, listen to more interviews. It was just, I was obsessed. If you're obsessed, you can't sleep. So it's not a bad thing, don't worry about it. So I started up Brains, I was sleeping about four to five hours per night just because I was so damn excited to finally have my own business and I knew all the risk and I just wanted to do the research and that was that. When I got into college, I would probably say I was averaging about seven hours most of the time, just juggling everything and that's seven hours on the weekends too, we wouldn't sleep in. Um, If anything, I was more excited because I was able to work on the business on the weekend. So it was really a fun time. You need to realize that if you are doing entrepreneurship, you don't care as much about sleep because you're doing exactly what you want to do. Like imagine doing something that you love. It doesn't matter how much time you spend on it because it's it's something that you love. It's something that you love doing, spending time on. Um, You love the challenge. So it's not that much of a chore as a whole bunch of articles. Um, try to portray but I do need to add this to this whole segment about time when I went on my press rampage and we got 30 major pieces of press within two months I knew that as soon as that first business insider article hit I was in a moment where I had to grind as hard as I possibly could for as long as I could Because I still had that name, college entrepreneur makes X amount of dollars. And then I knew that as soon as I graduated, that headline would change. So I knew that for three months, I needed to put my head down and just do the work. So when you find yourself in this place where, so sometimes you're not really growing much in the business and there isn't that much to do, but then there are also moments in time where you just have to bang work out like no one can imagine. And those are the moments where I would go into 20 hour work days and really hammer the moment. Sometimes you're gonna find yourself in a moment where you need to hammer it out. And those I think you just need, you just need to bite down on the mouthpiece and go for it. Um, I would say if you look at Elon Musk, that's what he's doing every single day. When I was in that press second, I was just waking up and grinding so hard and a lot of success happens out of it. So sometimes you're going to find yourself in a moment where you just need to kill it. Um, I think Jordan Belfort, he had this one quote is, you don't need to work hard all of the time. You need to work hard at the right time. So sometimes you're just going to find yourself in this moment where whether it's six months or a year, two years, there's going to be these moments where you can catapult your business in a specific time frame. But don't do it all the time because as college students, you, you do have a lot of responsibility. But if you find yourself in that moment, you know, focus a little bit more on school than the business most of the time. But there are going to be moments where you're going to have to have some serious discussions. Um, 
So just to see what everyone talks about is get, uh, Grant Cardone says um, you need to work 95 hours per week, which is 14 hours a day to be successful. So he's basically saying if you're an entrepreneur, you're not doing the 9 to 5, you're doing the 95. Um, Gary, he says in the first year of business, you need to be working 18 hours. He's mostly talking about I mean, again, I don't want to discourage college entrepreneurs from starting just by hearing these things, because if you can only scrap together six hours a day while you're during the school, during the school day, and then on the weekends, you can hit 12, maybe 16, 18. Do you understand how far you're going to get if you just don't do anything? So regardless of how much time you have, even two or three hours a day is better than nothing. I promise you. It's better just to start with what you have, with how much time you have, than being consumed with, oh, I need to wait until I have 18 hours a day. No. Two to three hours a day is perfect. Get work done on the weekends. Save major projects for the breaks. Um, Another point that needs to be made. In the early stages, we tend to do $10 tasks rather than focusing our time on $100 tasks. What this really means is in the beginning, you're going to be doing everything in your business. You're going to be fulfilling the orders, doing the pictures, doing the marketing, um, contacting suppliers. You're really going to be doing all of the work. And then slowly, as you grow, as you get more money, you're going to start delegating tasks that aren't of much value. For example, uh, fulfilling orders. When... I hit my first major peaks in business sales about two to three months in. I was sitting at my desk at home and fulfilling probably three hours of orders every night. So you print the label, you take the bottle, you put it in the, in the bag, you put the label on, and then you just do that over and over and over for all of your orders. And then you take it to the postal service I was doing it once in the morning, once uh, before the post office would close. That's time. And it's very low value for those three hours every single night that I was spending packing orders. It could have been spent growing the actual business. So that was the first thing that I handed off. I went and got a warehouse and I have people that ship out everything for me. All I have to do is ship them the orders. Next thing that happened, when all of that press stuff was going off, there was one time where I had press after press after press after press come in and with all of those press pieces you have sales and I remember looking and I had thousands of orders that I needed to send over to the manufacturer so I would just say send one of this bottle to this address it was a little it was a little um back end fulfillment a little website where you enter in things and then that was even too much because imagine copying and pasting information thousands of times. It took me three full days of just working on fulfilling all of those orders from all those press pieces instead of getting more press or growing the business or doing more marketing. Three full days was just spent on fulfilling orders. Not me, but just connecting with um, the warehouse. So then we had to go in and basically now it's hands off. If an order comes in, I don't even see it. It goes straight to them and they get it out within 30 minutes. So you're going to encounter all of these places where you could be spending a lot of time on something that doesn't bring a lot of value. But in the beginning, 
don't really focus too much on that. You need to know every aspect of your business, but as you progress, hand it off so that your time is used on the most valuable things. Time is valuable, especially if you don't have that much if you're in school. So here's what I wanna add to the whole sleeping thing connected with how much time you have. I don't want you to focus that much on how much you sleep, but I'd rather focus on what you do while you're awake. You can sleep eight hours if that's really what you need, if that's really what you need to be sharp and kill it the rest of, the, of your waking hours. But if you sleep two hours and then you don't do anything or you act like you're busy the rest, that's not successful. So it's really, it, it really depends on you. I know that if I start dipping below five hours, I better be doing busy work. Because if I, if I get four hours of sleep and I have to be creative or shoot a video or come up with label ideas, you're so drained that you don't have that creative juice. But if I'm doing really busy work, just hammering away at work, and there's this massive task that can take 20 days to finish and my goal is to finish it in five, I can do that off a of low sleep. So it really depends on the task and it really depends on the person. But... Um, just be effective with your time. You know that um, Abraham Lincoln quote where it says, give me six hours to chop down a tree and I'll spend the first four sharpening the ax. You really wanna use your time effectively and, and just be mindful of it. Uh, it's not just scheduling your classes or all these other things. Um, it's more so what you do with what you have. So if you only have three hours a day, make sure you're packing punches. So you guys remember, these first few episodes of the podcast have all been about breaking down the lies that society tells us about why not to start a business, why not to be an entrepreneur, and simply saying that you don't have enough time is just a lie. Sleep less, cut out the bullshit, stop doing dumb stuff that doesn't bring your life or your business value. Again, I didn't even see this as a hurdle that I needed to jump through just because I was so focused on what needed to be done. In class, I would work if they let me have a laptop. I would sit in the back and just work the entire time. I would come back and I would work at night. I would save projects for weekends and big breaks. You have more than enough time. It's, not, it's, it's, just, it's just not an excuse to say that you do not have time. All right? And think about it like this. Again, I've said this before, college isn't some kind of lifelong contract that you're signing that you're going to be in college for the rest of your life. It's for four years, three for some. It's not that big of a commitment. Do what you can during those four years. And then after those four years, when you're 22, you're going to have experience because you've been doing it for four years or three years or whatever your case is. And then you're going to have the same amount of time as everyone else. So go and get that education, grind in every hour that you have, and then you're gonna be on the equal playing field of time-wise. Like, don't just say, oh, I, I can't go to college, I can only either do college or I can only do entrepreneurship. That's not the case, you can do both. Are you gonna lack a little bit? Sometimes, but think about it. Summers, you have three to four months off where you can work just as hard as everyone else's. It's just such a stupid excuse and I don't want anyone to be shying away from it because 
again, there are tons of college startups that have been successful, huge ones, and they were all done just in their free time. It was almost like a hobby when they started. We can go into the list, but I've been through them before. Like just look at Facebook or there's, there are too many examples about people starting college just in their dorm rooms with an idea, slowly pursuing it, slowly gaining knowledge and doing research and testing things so that by the time that they do graduate or do drop out, they already have a proven concept. They know exactly what they're doing and they're going at a million miles an hour instead of getting out of college, not knowing what to do. And then they're going through these little baby steps that everyone goes through. You can do your baby steps while you have something important going on. That's what I'm trying to say. So do not put this off. Do not use that you don't have enough time as a fucking excuse because it's bullshit. Um, no one has time. Anyone can say that. Do you have time to go to the gym? Everyone has time to go to the gym. No one goes every day. Not no one. Few go to the gym every day. Um, it's really what you prioritize. If you prioritize success, success in entrepreneurship and school, you're going to figure it out. Will you probably miss a few visits to the bars? Probably. But do you really think anything that extraordinary is going to happen at that bar or at that frat party or at anything in college? No. I'm sure you'll see it all. You'll hear about it all. You're not missing anything there. But if you miss this opportunity, you're really missing out on something big, something that could be potentially big. So I want you guys to start. Not having enough time is an excuse. Just like having your parents say that you don't have enough time is an excuse. Or just like saying you don't have enough money is an excuse. There, or not having experience. All of these are excuses, okay? No fucking excuses. If you want it bad enough, you're going to figure it the fuck out. You're, you might sleep less sometimes. But really, you don't really need to. If you just cut out all the bullshit, you're going to be fine. In the next one... In the next podcast, we're going to talk about the excuse of too risky and your starting point. So a lot of people are going to say, oh, it's too risky. 50% of businesses fail within five years. Bullshit. Okay. Starting point. These are un- this is a whole batch of um, excuses that people make. They say, I didn't grow up rich. I don't have rich parents. I don't know anyone or I don't have connections within an industry. Listen, we're going to break those two excuses down in the next one. But just know if you're an entrepreneur, you do not make excuses. If you don't have X, Y, or Z, you figure it out and you get it. You just figure it out. This is entrepreneurship. This isn't, there isn't a book entrepreneurship 101 where it gives you a clear path to success if you want massive success you really think there's going to be a blueprint or it's going to be easy or you're going to make excuses along the way no okay no excuses so we've been breaking it down for the past few episodes in the next one i'm going to combine these last two um and then we're done with excuses and then we're going to get on to part two of the book that may or may not be coming out called the college entrepreneur And it's going to be about the benefits of a college startup. But next episode, it'll be Saturday. And um, I hope you guys are having a good Friday. I hope you had a good week and you're ready for the weekend. Keep grinding and I'll see you guys in the next video. Peace.